Hey, I'm Caressa. Hey, I'm Maddie. You're not watching the Disney Channel right now. You're listening to Dreadfully, Dreadfully Twisted. Okay, we're back. We are back. This is right after recording last. <laughs> um, but today. I I I kind of want to do something different because you know the last few uh like episodes have been very heavy. Yes, they have. Very um, depressing. So we need a little bit of levity here. Yeah. So we're going to be reading stories about lucid dreaming. Woohoo! Because like, I've always <laughs> just found lucid dreaming to be interesting, and like I've heard so many things about it, and like I've heard like I'm saying like a lot, <laughs> but I've heard that people. Like in dreams, they will be like lucid dreaming, and then they ask whoever's in the dream with them what time it is. Yeah, yeah, and I then heard they about that. Freak out over mm-hmm. it. But like, uh, that's what like got me into like because it's. I think it's spooky. Like, it I is. think it's, it's so creepy, scary. Yeah. It's like a paranormal thing. So we're gonna read some stories today, and yeah. You want to add anything before we start? Ready, guys, because we ride. Yeah. <laughs> Some creepy, creepy stuff here. Yeah. Okay, so this first one, it's called The Moving Mountains. And then it has like a little um, paragraph before it. So I'm just going to read all of it. Starts off as, now I'm not entirely sure why I was dreaming about this, but then when never are, are we? Possibly I seen too many action films or I was just cold the night I went to sleep. Either way, here goes. I'm walking down a street when I come across a couple of older looking men. That's already creepy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're talking to each other in some weird language I can't really make out. I find that quite often in my dreams, other languages pop up fairly often. Maybe it's because I speak little bits of about five languages and almost understand Italian fluently. Wow. (laughs) I don't know if there's a word for understanding a language fluently, but I don't speak it fluently, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, anyway, so I'm walking down the street, and these two guys are coming towards me speaking some weird language. I look to my side and notice that there's little icicles sort of flying along the sides of the buildings. Next thing I know, I'm running towards a large open space. This space is like a clearing in the middle of the city. You know how you get clearings in woodlands? like a small circular space amongst all the trees imagine that but instead of the trees around the clearing it's a load of skyscrapers the clearing is small at first but as i get nearer to it it expands it becomes a larger sort of coliseum as i so as i get into the middle of the clearing i sense something's wrong at this point i look to the distance and see mountains are literally moving from side to side and that's my trigger i realize mountains can't move and therefore conclude that it's a dream i haven't developed any particular any particularly as structured reality check routine or mental reality checks at this point. So it's very basic level lucidity I'm having here. I decide that because it's a dream, I can do things without having real life consequences. So I find an axe on the ground and use it to fight off the approaching skeletons. (laughs) Maybe the skeletons are coming towards me because I've watched a few horror action films. I use the pickaxe or I use the axe to push them backwards. And when I see a gap between them, I run as fast as I can. Bear in mind that I'm young, so I don't really know what to do in a lucid dream. I wake up shortly after escaping the skeletons. If I didn't realize that was a dream, it could have very easily been a scary nightmare. 
That's crazy. That is crazy. That makes me wonder, though. No. I have so many freaking weird dreams. Mm-hmm. Maybe I lose a dream without even knowing it. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. <laughs> I would be scared. Like, how do you even know that you're lucid dreaming? Because half the time when I dream, I don't even know that I'm dreaming. Like, yeah, you know what same. I mean? like, yeah. I don't know. That's insane. It's hard to like remember them, too. Yeah. And the fact that you remember every like all this that's crazy like that's how you know <laughs> well there's some dreams that like, i wake up and like i remember yeah like i have a crazy dream that i'll read you um after mm-hmm. we're done reading because it was about my dad but like it was crazy and i like lately i told you yesterday i've been having a lot of weird dreams lately about supernatural yeah <laughs> to the point where like it feels like it's actually real but i'm like <laughs> it's not though and like i told jeremy some of these dreams and he's like what do you eat before you go to bed He's like, like, what are you doing before you go to bed? Why are you having these crazy dreams? Because, like, <laughs> they're so freaking weird. <laughs> but I'll tell you about that dream. Because I actually, like, whenever I woke up that night, like, that morning, yeah. I sat there and I typed it up. And that's mm-hmm. how I start, started to remember some of my dreams. But, like, it was it was a crazy dream. And I'll tell you about that after we're done reading. Okay. To, like, you know, make it. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. You want to read the next okay. one? This one is called Finding the Edge of a Dream. This one was inspired and influenced by a video game I was playing at the time called Skyrim. <laughs> oh, I know Skyrim. <laughs> it is a virtual reality type of game where you can explore the world freely, and you're not really bound by a t- particular set of rules if you don't want to be. You can decide where to go, what quests to go on, and who to interact with. The world is, in this game is massive, and exploring it is all the part the attraction of the game. I was playing Skyrim a lot at the time, and like many others, I experienced what's known as a guild, which is game-induced lucid dream. This is basically where you play a video game so much that you start to dream about the contents of the game, and you can sometimes realize you're dreaming by noticing things that aren't quite right about the game in your dream. That sounds exactly like my Supernatural dreams lately. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Maybe I just been watching too yeah. much Supernatural. I'm <laughs> on season four. We just uh, ended season 13 today. So we're going to be going on season 14. But, like, that makes me wonder if I've been watching it too much. You're <laughs> lucid dreaming about Supernatural. But okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. Sorry I, like, interrupted you. No, that's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I was playing this game a lot, and it came through in my dream one night. Here's the story. I'm in a flat in a high-rise building looking out of the window. I notice that the color of the television set I'm watching is slightly different than normal, so I instantly do a reality check. I pinch my nose. (laughs) He said, while typing this, I accidentally wrote, I punched my nose. (laughs) (laughs) He said, which would have been a funnier, let slight, slight, yet slightly more painful thing to have done. Yeah, that would have hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I find that I can indeed breathe despite pinching my nose, so I become lucid. Dissolve the wall of the flat and fly outside looking for something to do. I notice that in every, that in, oh my God, I can't even talk. That's okay. <laughs> talking is hard, guys. Talking, talking is hard. I notice that. In the very distance, there are a few long silver poles or towers going from the ground to beyond the clouds. 
They look close enough, but as I fly towards them, I soon find that instead of being close, they're far away and huge. I speed up my flight, and when I finally get to them, I'm stopped by a giant invisible wall. I try to move past it, but I can't. At this point, I start to lose lucidity. In real life, I was slowly being woken up by noises from outside. I'd left my window open. As I felt myself wake up slowly, I thought to myself, I must be at the end of the dream world. It's only after waking I realized there was no end to the dream. I'd just become very used to hitting the edge of the virtual world in Skyrim, and it had seeped into my beliefs about the dream. That's crazy. That is crazy. That really makes me wonder, though, if I've just been watching too much Supernatural, <laughs> and now I'm just dreaming about it. Because it's like every single night. Like, last night, I had a dream about Supernatural. The night before that, I had a dream about something Supernatural-related. It's like every night for the last, like, week, I've been having some weird <laughs> dreams. And, like, the one was literally almost about the episode i just watched that night mm-hmm. like it's just okay maybe i'm just you know watching too much and <laughs> that's insane okay so the next one is called talking to my mind on the phone sounds interesting yeah um okay so i've been experimenting with dream commands the idea that you can ask the dream itself to do something and it responds to you almost as if it's a separate entity entirely so i became became lucid by just talking to someone i hadn't for years i realized while talking that they'd moved to somewhere no somewhere nowhere near me talking to them was weird and on the further questioning realized that them being there was impossible uh, so i'm lucid and after having heard about dream commands and had a little success with one before i used a, a few simple I shouted out, increased clarity now, and the dream responded a few seconds after, making everything more clear and illuminated. A few minutes later, I asked the dream, what should I do with my life? What do I need to do right now? What happened next was very surprising to me. I heard a phone ringing. I looked behind me and saw a small payphone booth in the middle of the patch of grass on the street. I went over to it and went inside and picked up the phone. A deep voice said, you need to travel right now. What do you mean, I asked, travel right now? Now at the point, I was so surprised I didn't really know what to do, so I left the phone booth and started to lose my Not because I couldn't control it, but because I was so surprised and shocked by the dream responding in this way that I was unsure what to do with the information. My subconscious had just the correct answer to the question I asked it. It was fascinating. I then woke up a few minutes later and looked and booked a holiday with my then-girlfriend. While on this holiday, I grew as a person and came back with more motivation than ever before. Now I'm going to several countries, and each time I leave the country, I come back slightly stronger in life. Wow. Wow. That was like your guardian angel yeah. in your dream telling <laughs> you that you need to change your life. That was crazy. That's insane. I would be listening to that. <laughs> yeah, and that's like exactly what happened in the dream with my dad that I had. Really? Yeah, I'll read it. It's a very, it's like very yeah. long, but I'll read it. Um. This is just so interesting to me. It's so fascinating Mm -hmm. because, like, dreams are wild. I know. Because, like, in dreams you can dream about, like, your guardian angels. And then, like, wow, you can get answers that you need in life. I'm just, oh, okay. Sorry. This is just so, (laughs) like, I just, I just, I don't know. I started, like, becoming more interested in this recently. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know interesting very interesting this one's called falling in love with the girl in black that sounds ominous (laughs) it does (laughs) 
I won't share who this is from because they've asked me to keep it private, but this is a great story about love in a lucid dream. I've spoken on my YouTube about falling in love in a dream, and this is, and this story only further reinforces what I've said. I'm walking down a dark, long pathway when I feel something's not quite right. I look behind me and notice that there are newspapers, newspapers blowing around in the wind. I think, that's strange, it's not going to be windy all day, and now suddenly the wind is picking up. I feel an overwhelming sense of passion and happiness, even though the weather is dark and miserable. Strange, I think to myself, as I carry on walking down the path, suddenly realize that I can see a young girl up ahead. It's like the second I started looking at her, the sun... Sun. <laughs> the sun started shining. Talking is hard. Talking is hard. I can now see her clearly, and the sun has lit up the whole scene. Clearly now, now the rain, rain is, is gone. <laughs> That's probably like a sign in a stream. <laughs> yeah. I've become lucid at this point as I thought it was strange that there was suddenly a load of sunshine. So I'm walking around looking for something to do. I just thought of, I'm walking on sunshine. sunshine. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we can have a soundtrack for this story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking around looking for something to do when I notice the girl has turned around and is looking straight at me. She's beautiful. I feel like I'm in love. I love her, which is ridiculous because I know it, this is a dream, but I know at the same time that I'm totally in love with this girl. Love at first sight. Is that possible? I notice the feel, the darkness fading around my vision, me waking up. I think to myself that I need to find the girl in black next time I'm lucid. Wow, that gave me chills. I feel like that has to be somebody in real life like that he's dreaming no, about. That, that like, has to be because you know in your dreams... You can't mm-hmm. make up people's faces. Yeah, exactly. Everybody that's in your dream is yeah. people that you have seen before, even if you just walked by them mm-hmm. or whatever, but you had to have seen them somewhere in your life. Yep. And that makes me think, like, he's seen this girl before, or she, whoever it is. I don't want to, like... Go mis- find her! I don't want to, like, misgender <laughs> them. But they've seen um, this girl before, and that's... And, like, it's, t- like, whatever's telling you is you need to go find them. Yeah. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> I hope you find them, and I hope you get married. Same. <laughs> Uh, dreams are just so trippy. I know. Okay, so yikes! You're reading the next one. <laughs> yeah, I see the title. I was like, oh, okay. this one is called "My First Lucid Dream Ever." Um, this was about eight years or more ago. Now, probably more. I actually can't remember exactly when this happened. I just know it was a long time ago. I was a child, basically. So I used to misbehave pretty often, and one of the things my parents did to me. Wow, okay. I I misread that. So I used to misbehave pretty often. And one of the things my parents did to get me to calm down as to confine me to my room with no technology. So one day I was messing around and got confined to my room. I was laying on the top bunk bed wondering what to do. I ended up not having, I ended up just having a nap, but it was no normal nap. I didn't know it was at the time, but I was about to have a wake induced lucid dream. So I went to sleep and went within a few minutes. I was walking down a street looking around at the shops. I instantly knew something was wrong. I vividly remember being in my bedroom just a few minutes ago. So I started to panic and freak out. Uh, I can't read that. If it says something, a lucid dream feels like walking down. Like mine says pin this. Like, is that huh. there on yours? What does it say there? 
What was the one? Uh, just so as I started to panic and freak. I shouted, this isn't. Wait, no, that's from the that's. No, that that's it. That was like, it. The, the, the paragraph before that. Like, okay. The, I shouted, "This isn't real. I'm dreaming." And then unsurprisingly, woke up instantly. Yeah, yeah sorry about yeah. that. I don't know why my phone, <laughs> my phone was just like, "No, you're not." Gonna Mine says, "Pin this too." See? Oh. It's just wait. pictures there. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know what that I don't is. Know. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrifying. Yeah, the the name sounds terrifying. Yeah. Lucid Nightmare of Spikes. Hmm. That sounds ominous. <laughs> yeah. This was a little bit scary. So, I'm lucid, but something's wrong. I don't feel fully in control like I normally do. This time, I feel like lucidity is slipping away. Maybe I didn't ground myself enough, or maybe I'm just close to waking up, so I'm starting to wake up. Either way, I'm sort of stuck in the dream at this point. That would be terrifying. Like, what would you do if you were stuck in a dream? Get out. I'm lucid, but sitting in a shopping mall. The floor is brilliant marble, and I try to get up from sitting down to explore the shops. The shops look intense and very brightly colored. I try and stand up. I realize there's something stopping me. I see a long, really thin spike going through my thigh. Yikes. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's that got dark real yeah. fast. Yeah. It really hurts, and I try to remove it, but then, just as I touch it, another one appears going through my other thigh. Well, that's... What the heck? This saw... Yeah, it dream, m- like, must be. That's not the dream that you want to be lucid in. Like, <laughs> There are now dozens of tiny spikes that are thinner than needles going through my lower body. I can't move, and I feel helpless. This is probably the worst lucid nightmare I've ever experienced. Terrifying. That is terrifying. Like... I'd be like, I'm never going to sleep again. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> 10 out of 10, don't recommend. Yeah. Energy drinks for the rest of my life. <laughs> I don't know. I've had some pretty messed up dreams that, like, really messed me up, but dreaming is just weird. I've had a couple. Yeah. When I was, like, little, I had a dream that I got shot. It, it was so vivid. Like, I literally felt, like, it was so real. It was so terrifying. Wow. I had a dream like that, too. Really? Um, pause this for a second, just so I could yeah. tell you where it was. Okay, sorry to back up. But we were in this house. I'm going to tell you this dream just really quick, because why not? I still remember this dream. I was, like, maybe, like, seven, eight, whenever I had this dream. But in that house, like, I looked outside from, like, where the kitchen was. And, like, where that house was, it was kind of, like, on a hill. So whenever I looked outside, I could see, like, down the hill on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And I saw this guy running up. And he was, like, a guy, like, dressed in, like, like a butcher's clothing. Yeah. He had, like, a big and everything. Oh, I was the only one home alone. And I was, like, in my dream. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what's happening? So then I come running inside the house like i ran out of the kitchen for some reason i think i went to go lock the doors and then i ran back into the kitchen to hide behind the fridge and this guy came in the house like he broke down the door in the kitchen because like the kitchen had like a side porch off of it Mm. and then he came into the kitchen and he ran at me and then i woke up oh my god terrifying 
and like he had the axe in the air oh my god it was scary and i was just like why did i have that dream i'm only like, that is that's at the terrifying. time i was in like seven or eight so like why the heck did yeah I, have that dream? I know that's how mine was too and i was just like and then i had another dream about my sister and that one was so scary because it was like a nightmare yeah but it was whenever we're living at the house after that mm-hmm. house and i had like my friends over or something and at, at this time i was like 10 i think and at the time me and her shared a room i mean we always shared a room but in my dream i was playing in my room with my friends mm-hmm. and then i like came around outside the, like the the room and like how the house was like you walked out and like across the, the hallway was my other sister's room yeah and then like you could go like it was like a hallway here and like the stair like the railing like wrapped around like because mm-hmm. it was like a hallway to to my sister's room a hallway down and then that mm-hmm. came around there and then my parents room was right there and then there's stairs going down but um there was like a railing all around that and then i came out of my room and then i was like something's like felt off in my dream and like i look over in my dream like off the stair rail like the railing of the stairs and i see like a chunk of like kira's hair oh my god there. and i was like okay i was like that's weird yeah. so then i start going around and then i come to like the top of the stairs mm-hmm. And in my dream, Kira's laying there dead with a pole in her chest. Oh my god! And there is a guy just standing there, looking up at me. And I run after Terrifying. him in my dream, and I'm start, I'm like screaming at him. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then like I ran after him, and I was like trying to get him in my mm-hmm. dream. But then I woke up, and then I didn't realize I was dreaming because I woke up oh crying. God. Yeah. And then I like looked over. I ran to my my parents' room to my mom, and I was like, I had a bad dream about Kira. What, mm. what do I do? She was like, It's okay, just go back to bed. <laughs> she took me back to my room, and then she like. It's like she caught me calm down and stuff. And then she like laid me down in bed and she was like, okay, just go to sleep. And I'm like, I can't sleep now. Like, <laughs> yeah. So then after, I was still crying. Like after she left, I was crying again. And then I just ran over to Kira and I woke her up. I like, was shaking her and I was crying. She was like, what do you want? Like, she was so <laughs> mad. But then whenever I told her what happened, I was like, you died in my dream. She was like, oh, it's okay. And then she got me back to bed and she Aww. got me down. I remember falling asleep. But, like that dream was the worst dream I know. I've ever oh, my had. God. Because like I could see it so vividly. Mm-hmm. Like it was so like like i don't even know what the word is but like it was so vivid all the details are still stuck in my head like if i close my eyes i could still picture what mm-hmm. that dream like looked like yeah and like i, I don't have like, that's the only dream that i've ever had like that mm-hmm. that i can remember i have a couple everything. like that they're terrifying they always like, yeah. scares me so bad yeah and i'm just like why do i like it was just crazy so like dreaming is insane i know <laughs> I don't know. Dreams are just a weird thing. Okay. So this next one is called Lucid Transcendence. Here's what happened. I entered the dream and become lucid. Over the next few minutes, I fly around, explore the dream scene, and generally play silly buggers. I start to feel like I want something more, though. More than just flying around or exploring, I start to ask the dream itself dissolve and turn into pure awareness. I then start floating up in the air and feeling completely blissful and serene. The dream is lifting me up, and at this point, I suppose I start to control, lose control of the dream. I'm still guiding it, and I still want this to happen, though. I notice the dream becoming more and more like a white screen, and I can't see anything except for brilliant white light eventually. What? Mm. <laughs> that's insane. That is. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> this next one sounds funny. Well, that's good. <laughs> These are so crazy. They like, are. Oh, 
Okay, the next one is lucid dreaming superpowers battle. <laughs> this give me like a superhero <laughs> story. This was a crazy lucid dream experience. Actually. I I like remembering these experiences because it's like reliving them in my mind. So I was on top of a huge skyscraper, completely lucid, but wearing no shirt. <laughs> I could feel the breeze gently going over my chest. It felt nice. I remember thinking there's got to be something else I can <laughs> I can try and do here. So I start flying quickly around the top of the skyscraper while levitating objects on the roof with my mind. I notice someone else flying up to me. They start using telekinesis as well. <laughs> they move objects around just like me. I say, what are you doing? They reply that I'm not actually in my own dream. I'm in theirs. Whoa. Whoa, that's cool. That is cool. I'm in a place where more than one person is in control. I remember trying at that point to exit the dream because I was scared. Nothing happened, and I spent a good five minutes or so just seeing what they were going to do. That's crazy. That's kind of cool. Like, I want to go into somebody else's dream for the fun of it. And you're talking to someone, you're like, you're in my dream. No, you're in my dream. Huh? It's like, whoa. It's like you're in each other's dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Next one is called Lucid Bar in Thailand. This one wasn't a very impressive dream, but it's one of the, these cool experiences that I would actually have again. There's not much to tell about this one except this. I was in a bar in Thailand. I think it was Thailand, and it was pouring with rain outside. I think the entire bar was suspended on stilts, like a floating bar. I wish I could see outside the window how much it was raining and look below to see me if the see the water also. The whole building was suspended, and the rain noises were all around us, but we were still dry. I was having a little drink with something sitting at the bar. We were both. Oh, I was having a little drink with someone, not something. <laughs> someone sitting at the bar. We both were lucid. It seems. I asked them what they were doing there and they just kept escaping oh they just they just said escaping i didn't ask any more questions we drank and continued talking about our lives and here's what we're doing now and what we're, we were doing now it felt really surreal because to me the other guy that was there was real although they were probably just a dream character it felt like i was talking to a new real person those few minutes we were in the bar it was the ultimate form of escapism and i really liked it. it wasn't a typical oh <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it wasn't a typical sex or flying lucid dream that most people are. It was an escape from experience. Kind of cool. Yeah. Like you just meet a friend in your dream. Uh huh. Besties. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the last one on this. I'll see if I can try to find any other. <laughs> this one's called Becoming the Ant. <laughs> In one older dream, I became an ant. Here's what it was like. <laughs> so, I've known for a long time that you can become animals if you try hard enough. One of the things in my top 100 things to do in dreams list, and for a good reason, it's really intense and trippy. To become an animal, you need to expect that you'll become that animal, and then step forward into their form. Very strange to explain how you're supposed to do it. That's the best way I can explain it. I stepped forward into the ant's body and started to notice a few, a few new things. Firstly, I felt strong. Very strong, in fact, and fast, too. It took me a while to realize that although I was running at full speed, I was only moving a few inches on the ground. 
next to the table, which was now a, as big as a skyscraper. But I felt good. Next thing I felt was the restriction on my arm. I could move six legs or limbs easily, but I couldn't move them in the same way we move arms. They felt stuck in a sort of groove. They can only move sideways like a machine. Even so, climbing walls was child's play. It, then I started exploring the landscape. I go outside and I start to see weird puffs of smoke. They're not smoke, though, because I can taste them. I start to think about what I knew about ants and suddenly realize they're pheromone trails. Ants navigate using a complex system of scents that they can not only track but also create. As ants explore a new landscape together, they create a shared network or maps or map of scents. They can they can then follow this trail back to the nest. And I was seeing that trail. It was so strange, but my ant body in the dream it felt normal. I felt like I was almost walking towards the direction of the scent without even trying to sometimes even against my will. And then this says, scary lucid dreaming stories. I know that there are a lot of people out there who have scary stories to share because for some reason, a lot of lucid dreaming experiences seem scary or unusual. Maybe it's because people are new to exploring their subconscious mind. So when they do, there are a lot of hidden issues and things like that. Who knows? Either way, either way don't be scared to share your story. If it's scary, I'm sure people will enjoy reading it. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I just find it like fascinating because how does it happen? Mm -hmm. It just happens, and then like I don't know, it's crazy. But I did find more. I think I said okay, yeah. Um, we'll read a few more, and then I will read you the one that I had. This one is called A Terror in Two Parts. It was actually a two-parter, three if you count the dream within a dream, when I was 12. It wasn't even scary as a dream, more because of the implication. Night one started out normal enough. I was walking through the desert, and out of nowhere, my mother showed up and desperate to tell me something. I listened, and she begged me to wake up. This is a dream. Please open your eyes and wake up. So I did. I was confused when I actually woke up and went back to sleep the dreams that night. Night two, same premise. I was walking through the desert, but no mother to be seen. I then remember what she told me. If you are in a dream desert, wake up. I opened my eyes and woke up in, the, in a medieval prison guarded by some of the sort of monsters. Naturally, I was scared, but the people in that prison were terrified, telling me that this wasn't supposed to happen and that please go back to sleep and wake up in my room. It took a while for me to get to sleep, being in a prison and all, and the longer it took, the more terrified they became. Eventually, I went to sleep and woke up in my room, but I still wonder if that dream Wow. I got chills Crazy. reading that. That's insane. <laughs> and that's like the thing that scares me is because like you're in a dream, but the people in your dream are telling you to do something and mm -hmm. they're scared. They're like, wake up, wake up. And then like, how do you, okay. So you're dreaming. How do you wake, go to sleep and then wake up in real life? Yeah. Crazy. Like that's freaky. No. I'm scared. <laughs> okay this one's called beware of mirrors and nightmares oh god mirrors are terrifying first of all mirrors are terrifying. i've heard so many stories first of all i just seen a tiktok which i gotta send you yeah um i, I liked it i didn't even watch it yet because i was going <laughs> to bed and i was like oh this looks interesting i'll yeah. like it and watch it tomorrow but i never watched it so i gotta <laughs> go watch it i'll send it to you 
Mm -hmm. It's um, someone had two mirrors, but they were like facing each other, and you're not supposed to do that. Okay, you just <laughs> opened this. Yes, you're not. Okay, so I heard from listening to like other podcasts uh -huh. and stuff that if you have a mirror facing each other, that it's actually a portal yeah. to the other world, uh -huh. and then it lets things in. So, so like, you're scary. not supposed to have like a mirror facing another mirror. And then I also heard that you're not supposed to have your bed facing the door. Really? I heard that too, and I was mm. just like, "What? Like it's 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 freaky." But yeah, it is freaky. The mirror and mirror thing. Yeah, freaks me out. I don't especially because like, like when I see horror movies where someone's looking in the mirror, but their reflection is doing something different, it freaks me out mm. so bad. Because yeah. if I seen that in real life, I was looking in the mirror. I was smiling, but my reflection wasn't. I would literally cry. Like, I would cry like and scream thing, and like, freak out. I also heard this, too. I don't know how true this is. But if you wake up in the middle of the night at, like, 3 a.m. and you go to the bathroom, mm -hmm. people say not to look in the mirror because you actually don't see it. Well, that's terrifying. So every time I go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I don't open my eyes and, like, I don't look in the mirror. Yeah. I, just, I just go pee and then I'm I wash creepy. my hands and I run out of the bathroom. And I refuse to look in any mirror because <laughs> but, I get scared because I – because, like – I was for a while there. I was getting like all these TikToks that were like scary. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> and it was always like at night I would get them, especially on the weekends. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, this is terrifying. Like, this is so scary. Do I really need to see this at witching hour? Yeah. Right? <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. Apparently that's the thing too. That's crazy. So mirrors just freak me out. Me too. I don't like to use mirrors. Same. It's terrifying. Okay. So. Um, it was a dream within a dream and started out as me waking up from a pretty bad nightmare. I sat up in my bed and saw something was off in my very dark room. Dream. <laughs> Not the dream. <laughs> the chair. <laughs> the chair and the dream. Yeah. The chair that was usually standing at the far wall of my room was instead right next to my bed. I found this odd and then realized a small porcelain doll was sitting in the chair. Nope. No, 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 no. Nope. I don't like dolls either. They me freak either. me out. Same. Especially porcelain ones. They yeah. literally look... Because they're just like, like they're, staring at you like this. I know. Oh, my God. Their yeah. eyes look real. And that's yeah, the and then whenever part. you move, it looks like they're like watching uh -huh. you. And you're just Ugh. like, stop. <sighs> Baby dolls and porcelain dolls. Get them away from me. Yeah. <laughs> they freak me Pratt's out. Pratt's dolls are fine. Yeah, Pratt's dolls are fine. <laughs> Like, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. This freaked me the fuck out, especially when the <laughs> doll lifted its head and stared at me with its blank eyes. No. <laughs> no. Nope. Absolutely not. The way not. I just got chills. <laughs> I immediately realized I was dreaming and tried to fly away through my room. But as I flew, th the but as I flew the room stretched along with me. Oh Backroom stuff there. Yeah. Then the stretching <laughs> suddenly stopped, and at the end of my room was a mirror. Inside no. the mirror, I saw myself, but not my normal self. No, oh, no. No, 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 no. That's the worst part. <laughs> Instead, That's what I was just talking about. I know. I hate that. Instead, I was rather undead looking. I don't remember exactly what I look like, but I definitely remember the rotting flesh I saw before my eyes. That's terrifying. I pointed at myself and screamed while the mirror image pointed at me laughing. And I woke up and played Skyrim for the rest of the night, terrified of going back to bed. Second person talking about Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a mixture of what you said and a uh -huh. mixture of what I said. That's terrifying. It's freaky. Ugh. I hate it. I don't like mirrors. I have to look up mirrors. Yeah, that stories. 
we'll look up a couple. Yeah. Um, we'll read a couple more of these, okay. and then we'll look up some mirror stories. Um, this one's really like, super short. Space invaders invade the mind. <laughs> <laughs> I've experienced one false awakening. I woke up from a dream to discover that there was a bony alien-like entity laying in my bed with me. Oh in God. a panic, I started pushing it away from me. I could feel everything. Its texture, its weight, so creepy. And that's when I woke up again for real and I immediately flipped the light switch on. <laughs> Oh my god. That's freaky. But that is. Funny. <laughs> this one sounds kind of like the same thing. This one's called The Being at the End of the Bed. No. I woke up while deployed in Iraq, and at the end of my bed was a small girl in a white dress. No. Nope. 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 <laughs> Harmless enough, except after a couple of seconds, her face kept pulsing from large to small. And when it pulsed, she looked like a demon, just like just staring at me. I could not move, couldn't turn away or move a muscle. Eventually, I managed to break out from sheer will to kick her in the face. <laughs> Only my foot met thin air. Wow. That's free. So, <laughs> before I read this, there's literally one that's one sentence. It's so funny. I just gotta say okay. I once had a lucid dream where I was a baby gorilla and there were about a dozen other baby gorillas staring at me because they knew I was an imposter. <laughs> Among us. Yeah. <laughs> baby gorilla edition. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, this one's called Nightmares with a Root Cause. I won't go into detail, but I've been assaulted, physically eaten, and otherwise brut- brutalized by one of my reoccurring dream characters. He acts like a dream guide except for his hostility and calls himself face of God. And these dreams are so intense that I could smell my skin burning when he struck me with a red hot metal cage. Yeah. Stuck me in a red hot metal cage, not struck me. Oh. <laughs> Either way, it makes yeah. sense. Found out recently it was Symbolta causing these dreams. That's the... What is for? Oh. Uh... film... Nightmares are common side effects of this drug and don't always start until later into the drug. Um, no thanks. Yeah, <laughs> pass on that drug. I'll, I don't think I would be taking that. Many. I wonder if they tell you, oh, yeah, um, horror film nightmares are a side effect. <laughs> Probably good, yeah. Um, but uh, that's probably why, like, because I just thought of this. I love the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Yeah. And it's probably because I'm really, like, interested in, um, like, dreams. I think that's where it stems from. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I literally read the first paragraph of this haunted mirror thing. Uh-huh. And let me just say... Please don't pick up a mirror from or like even a freaking garage sale because chances are it's haunted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that either. I don't even have any mirrors in my room, to be honest. Yeah. I have one and it's a body mirror, but mm-hmm. um, I got it from Walmart, so. Yeah. I know a few. Yep, I got it. Uh, do you want to read the first one or do you want me to read the first one? Okay. So the first one's called Bedroom Mirror. A man was awakened by a clap of thunder. He lay in bed looking at the shadows cast in his darkened bedroom. 
He was looking at the mirror on his bedroom wall when suddenly a flash of light illuminated the room. The man was terrified. For a split second, he had seen faces staring at him from within the mirror. Their eyes blackened, their mouths hanging open. No, no, no. no! Absolutely not. Unsettled by the weird apparition, he was unable to sleep for the rest of the night. That's very understandable. Yeah. I think I'd be able to sleep for the rest of the week. Yeah. His (laughs) mind kept replaying the memory of those disturbing faces staring at him intently. The next morning, he removed the mirror from the bedroom wall and locked it in a storage room. Next night, he slept like a baby. Days passed and the memory of the faces began to fade. One morning, he woke up and went and got into the bathroom to take a shower. He got out of the shower and was driving, drying himself with a towel. When he happened to look up at the bathroom mirror, the steam from the shower had fogged up the mirror and revealed a message written in the moisture. It read, please return the mirrors. We miss watching you sleep at night. <gasps> nope. Oh, my God. That's I terrifying. Just got chills. That's terrifying. Chills. No. 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 <laughs> I'd be moving, throwing that mirror away. Freaking cleansing myself, cleansing the house, cleansing the mirror. Sage the whole house, sage yourself, (laughs) sage everything. Buying 800 crystals and stuff, like everything. Always the bathroom mirror. I know. (laughs) Bathroom or bedroom? One's the bathroom mirror. (laughs) Man was taking a shower in his bathroom. He was reaching for the towel when he saw something in the bathroom mirror. It was a strange shadow, and as soon as he laid eyes on it, it darted out of his line of vision. He stared at the mirror for a while, trying to figure out what he'd seen. When he began to dry himself again, out of the corner of his eye, he saw another shadow flickering past the mirror. He walked towards the mirror, put his hand against the glass, and began rubbing it. When his wife arrived home later that evening, he was nowhere to be found. After searching the house from top to bottom, calling her husband's name, she she became very worried. The only trace she could find of him was a wet towel lying on the bathroom floor. She phoned the police and reported reported her husband missing. Two days later, the man's wife disappeared too. It appeared that she had just suddenly vanished. Those she had been wearing that day were lying on the bedroom floor. Power in the bathroom was still running. Police found her handprint on the bathroom. Neither the man nor his wife have been seen since. Oh. <laughs> wow, I got chills. That's spooky. We'll read a couple more. Um, House of Mirrors. Somewhere in America, there's this house that at one time was owned by a family of five. Nobody really knows what happened to them. Their neighbors said that they were a completely normal family. One night, loud noises were heard coming from the house. When the neighbors came to investigate the strange sounds, they they found all the windows locked and all their curtains drawn. The following day, the house was empty. Since then, nobody has lived in that house, but some people have gone inside. Every, oh God. Every bedroom, there is a mirror facing the corner of the room. It turn the, If you turn the mirror around, it won't show your reflection. The area you'll be standing in is incom- inexplicably empty. They say that on a rare occasions, you'll catch a glimpse of the person who used to sleep in that bedroom. Horribly mutilated and banished from head to toe. Terrifying. That's scary. Mirrors are scary. I know. I'm scared. <laughs> um, last four are short me to read two and then you can read the last sure yeah. okay cleaning a mirror one night a woman was brushing her teeth before going to bed looking into the mirror she noticed there were smudges all over it looking closer she saw that it was covered in fingerprints she took a towel and tried to rub them off no matter how hard she tried cleaning the mirror the fingerprints would not disappear 
Upon closer inspection, she realized that the fingerprints were on the other side of the glass. Oh, my God. That would be terrifying. This one's called Mirror Handprint. As a man got out of the shower in the house he owned, he saw a child's handprint on the stained glass of the mirror. The man lived in the house by himself. Frightened, he tried to wipe the handprint off, only to find out that the handprint was on the other side of the mirror. That's literally like the same thing I just said on the other one. Yeah, but that's still scary. I know. Does it happen in two different things? Yeah. Okay, so the next one's called The Note on the Mirror. A man woke up in the morning to find a note taped to his bathroom mirror. Oh, God. Don't worry. I took care of everything. It reads, his clothes had been freshly laundered. His bathroom was spotless and his garage had been organized. Even his old rusty toolbox had been replaced with a shiny new one. Later that week, there was another ro- note written on the on his bathroom mirror. It read, get out of town. Beside the sink, he found several grainy photos of police officers in a taped-off section of a field. One of them was wearing latex gloves, and he was examining an old, rusty toolbox. That's freaky. That is. Okay. Okay, this next one's kind of funny, it looks like. Because it, cause I'm like a child, and it says poop. <laughs> it says toilet mirror. An old man was in the bathroom taking a poop on his toilet when he noticed a dark black stain on his mirror. He reached out and scratched at it. A small circular piece of the mirror fell to the floor. There is an eye behind it, a dark red eye staring directly at him. Ever since then, the old man keeps the bathroom door securely locked and poops in the sink. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. That's crazy. Mirrors and dreaming are scary. They are literally terrifying. Let me find the note of, I put it in my notes yeah. on my phone of that dream that I had. It was. It, on July 22nd of 2023. Pretty long, but I'm, I'm, I'm just going to read it. I'm sorry. But I typed it all up after I woke up. This dream was like, it felt so real. Okay. It started off as like a party. Jeremy and I were there and then my sister and her husband were there. My other sisters and their husbands were there and like other people were there. And it was like a party at like a rental hall or something. And Jeremy and I were sitting at this table talking and then he left because him and Lloyd decided to go somewhere. I don't know where, but he texted me later in the dream that they went that they got there. I think it was to sell Lloyd's gun or something. I don't know. It was something weird in the dream. Then Jeremy leaves and then it's just me sitting at the table by myself. And I start to go on my phone because I'm bored, I guess, in my dreams. So I just start playing on my phone. But then I see my friends from, like, my old town who all decided not to be friends with me anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the main girl who I don't want to talk to, or I won't, I'm not going to say her name either. But she comes over to me, and she comes over and sits by me and says, you probably don't remember me. Or if you do, you probably don't want to speak. And I just looked at her and gave her a weird look, and I was like, okay. Like in the like in the dream, I f- I remember feeling like this can't be real because I don't think she ever would come up to me again and try to talk to me, because like we all had like a falling out yeah. and like I don't wish them any harm or anything. It's just like we just had a falling out and whatever. And then she goes into talking to me and saying sorry, and then she wanted to be my friend again and hugged me. And the group of friends that we used to have came over and they all were hugging me, and they were like overcrowding me. And I remember feeling like so anxious and wanting to leave. And I was like, why did Jeremy leave? I need him. And then what happened next was behind them, I saw my his wife. First relief fell over me. And then I was like, wait, you're not supposed to be here. And then I backed away from the group of my old friends. And then I started crying like happy tears. But then in the dream, I passed out. 
and I woke up and daddy was right there and I was like so happy and excited I just kept saying like you're here and I just kept saying repeating you're here you're here you're here and Jackie and Joss came over to me and I was like guys daddy's here and I started hugging him and I was like poking him I was like are you real (laughs) and he was like looking at me and laughing and he was confused and he was like yes honey I'm real then he was confused like why are you doing this and then I just kept hugging him and then I was like oh my god daddy's back and I looked at my watch and this is the crazy part I had this dream July 22nd of 2023 I looked at my watch and it said July 2011 Uh, yeah and I was like what it's 2023 and I'm 24 I'm not 12 and this this part always chokes me up and then my dad looked at me and said something like you've grown up and you're so beautiful and that I'm proud of you or something but I can't remember the exact words we kept talking after but I can't remember it and I was so confused and then I got so so sad because I was like this isn't real like I realized in my dream this isn't real this isn't actually because I'm dreaming then it flashes to my grandma's house, but it was not my grandma's house. It was like a weird room that was upstairs and it had like a bed and a couch, like a big chair thing and stuff. And when you left that room, it goes into like a hallway with stairs going down the other side of the hallway. And there was a bathroom and grandma was in the bathroom, like straightening it up. And my cousin was there and I was like, grandma. And she was like, yes, honey. And I was, I just grabbed her and hugged her so tight and told her I love her so, so, so much. And she pushes me back a little to look at me and smile. And she was like, I love you so much, honey. We talked, but I, I can't remember what else we talked about again. Then I woke up, and it was, like, weird. Because whenever I woke up, I was like, that that actually happened. But mm-hmm. it was like, it didn't happen. So that makes me wonder if I was, like, lucid dreaming or something. Because, like, yeah. the fact that I saw them both. And, like, the, the weird thing about that dream was it was July 2023 when I had that dream. And whenever I looked at my watch, it said July of 2011. And I'm like, why? It was just weird. Yeah. And, I was, and then it was just, like, it was crazy, but... But I typed that up, like, as soon as I woke up. I typed it up at, um, I don't think it tells me what time. But I typed it up, like, as soon as I woke up that morning. And it was just, like, so, like, freaky. It is. So it's not a sweet dream It was, and I didn't want to end on that because it's a little bit yeah. levity. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was crazy. That kind of reminds me of, well, I had a dream after my friend passed away mm-hmm. in high school. And it was, like, probably, like, a month after. It felt so real. Mm-hmm. Like, he... For some reason, we were both riding a bike. <laughs> First of all, I don't even ride bikes, so it's kind of weird, but... So, at that point, you're like, this has to be... Yeah, yeah. But, um... So, we were riding a bike, and I see him, and I'm like, what are you doing here? Because, like, you know, obviously... He was like, I want you to know that I'm okay. And Aww. don't be sad. I don't want you to be sad. And I was like... Oh my god! I remember him like telling me that and giving me a hug, and I was like, "Yeah." I always remember that. I was like, "Yeah, that's like, honestly, it I was believe- like the closure that I needed." I felt yeah. like because it was like so like sudden too. Yeah, we were supposed to go to prom together that next year. Which- yeah, well, I'm sorry, but it's like dreams like that. Whenever it's like somebody who has passed away, it's them actually talking to you. Mm-hmm. Whenever I had the dream with my dad and my grandma, they both decided to come to me that night. Yeah. And it was like almost a month um, after my grandma passed because she passed mm-hmm. on uh, June 25th. That was July 22nd. So yeah. like, it was, it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I have dreams like that all the time. Huh? Like I, I had that. one about <laughs> my dad, like right after he passed, I had one before he passed mm-hmm. and I took it as a different sign than, what the sign actually was yeah and that's what the thing like i feel like sometimes i have dreams and like it's like a sign Mm -hmm. and it's just weird yeah 
but yeah i just i have so many dreams about that mm-hmm. i'm just like and i love them like i want to dream about that today like, <laughs> good dreams not bad dreams yeah <laughs> let me get, give me like the crazy world war three dreams that i have all the time <laughs> but uh yeah so it's a different episode today yeah we switched it up because we needed to do a little yeah something different because the last few episodes have been heavy <laughs> Let us know if you want to hear about some more haunted mirrors. <laughs> yeah. Or if you have any stories about haunted mirrors or lucid dreaming or uh, spooky or paranormal or true crime stories. Please Give us case ideas. Anything. <laughs> um, Your spooky stories. We want to hear it all. Yeah. Our social media. Facebook is at Dreadfully Twisted Podcast. Instagram is at Dreadfully Twisted Podcast. TikTok is at Dreadfully Twisted Podcast. Our email is dreadfullytwistedpodcast at gmail.com if you want to send your stories there. Or you can upload on our Reddit, which is like the backslash dreadfullytwistedpod. And then you can listen on Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, like all those things. Please uh, share our podcast with other people. Um, anybody that you think likes spooky stuff for true crime. And send us your stories and stuff. Yeah. We love you. Love you. Be nice to your friends. Be a good person. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do bad things. Don't be like these bad people we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.